As a listener to Intelligent Medicine, you know that fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including soft gels, liquid, and enteric-coated options in a variety of potencies. Vital Nutrients even offers a high-performance and nutrient-dense vegan omega supplement option. Vital Nutrients' line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions are held to the most rigorous quality standards in the industry, ensuring maximum freshness, purity, and potency. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, call 888-328-9992. That's 888-328-9992. Or go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of Ultra Pure Omega-3 Solutions. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here in New York. I work with Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'm also in private practice here in New York. I'm available in the office via telehealth, via telephone. If you'd like to make an appointment, call the office, 212-779-1744. That's 212 212- 779-1744. You'll speak to Liz and she will set you up. I am compelled to bring you interesting information on nutrition and health. Now, here is something along those lines. You know that I'm a nutritionist, but I also do give out exercise prescriptions to my patients because movement is essential to good health and it's, it, it props our metabolism up, it restores uh, health and vitality and immunity and good bowel function, among other things. I wanna to talk to you today about the different types of exercise. I'm talking specifically aerobic and resistance training or aerobic versus resistance training but this bit of information is really interesting because what they found recently and this was according to a health conference from the the American Heart Association Epidemiology Prevention Lifestyle and Cardiometabolic Health Conference this is what this is from and it's that resistance exercise may be superior to aerobic exercise for getting better Z's, for getting better sleep. So a little highlight is that a new study found that resistance exercise may be superior to aerobic exercise as a way to get better sleep. A year-long resistance exercise program improved sleep quality, duration, and other indicators of a good night's sleep 
more so than aerobic exercise, combined aerobic and resistance exercise, and no exercise. So resistance exercise was compared to aerobic exercise. It was also compared to another group that did combined aerobic and, and resistance exercise. And of course, a control group that did no exercise. And the researchers say that interventions focused on resistance exercises may be a way to improve sleep and in turn cardiovascular health. So this is out of Dallas in March, March 3rd. Resistance exercise may be superior for sleep and sleep is important for cardiovascular health. And this was all according to preliminary research presented at the American Heart Association's Epidemiology Prevention Lifestyle and Cardiometabolic Health Conference 2022. The meeting was held in Chicago in March and offers the latest in population-based science related to the promotion of cardiovascular health and the prevention of heart disease and stroke. Quote, it's increasingly recognized that getting enough sleep, particularly high quality sleep, is important for health, including cardiovascular health. <clears throat> Unfortunately, more than a third of Americans don't get enough sleep on a regular basis, says a lead author. Aerobic activity is often recommended to improve sleep, yet very little is known about the effects of resistance exercise versus aerobic exercise on sleep. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services 2018 Physical Activity Guidelines Advisory Committee Scientific Report, that was a mouthful, identified the need for more research into resistance exercise and sleep outcomes. And the researchers say, our study is one of the largest and longest exercise trials in a general adult population to directly compare the effects of different types of exercise on multiple sleep parameters. Previous research has confirmed that not getting enough sleep, and you know, the recommended amount for adults is six to eight hours a day, or getting poor quality sleep increases risks for high blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, and atherosclerosis, which happens when fatty deposits build up in arteries. Not getting enough sleep is linked to weight gain, diabetes, and inflammation, all of which can worsen cardiovascular disease. Sleeping too much or too little also has been shown to increase the risk of stroke, heart attack, and death. So getting the right amount of sleep is like Goldilocks because too much sleep can be a detriment too. And what I find interesting about this, you know, the older we get, and especially elderly people, 
are often complaining of poor quality sleep. Their sleep cycles are shorter. Maybe they're not getting enough deep sleep or enough REM sleep. They're not getting enough sleep. And this could be a new kind of sleep aid for the elderly. But it knocks out several birds with one stone, that stone being resistance exercise, because what else do the elderly have to contend with? Sarcopenia, right? The diminishment of muscle, which leads to frailty, fragility, balance issues, gait issues. Resistance exercise takes care of all of the above. <clears throat> so for this study, researchers enrolled 386 adults who met the criteria for overweight or obesity. And you know all about overweight and obesity if you listen to this podcast. BMI of over 24.9, obesity over 30. So participants were inactive, had elevated blood pressure, right? Participants were randomly assigned assigned to a no-exercise group for comparison, that's the control group, or one of three exercise groups, of which they were number one, aerobic only, number two, resistance only, and number three, the combined aerobic and resistance for 12 months. Everyone in the exercise groups participated in supervised 60-minute sessions three times a week with the combination exercise group doing 30 minutes of aerobic exercise and 30 minutes of resistance. So what type of aerobic exercise, what type of resistance? Here's what the various workouts included. Aerobic exercise participants could choose They were able to choose among treadmills, upright or recumbent bikes or ellipticals for their aerobic modality during each session. The researchers monitored their heart rates to keep them continuously in the prescribed heart rate range for moderate to vigorous intensity exercise. This is true aerobic exercise. Now the resistance group completed their sets and repetitions on 12 resistance machines to work all the major muscle groups in a session. These machines included leg press, chest press, the lat pull down, leg curl, leg extension, biceps curl, triceps push down, shoulder press, abdominal crunch, lower back extension, torso rotation, and hip abduction. Participants performed three sets of 8 to 16 repetitions at 50 to 80% of their one rep maximum. Now, the combination group did 30 minutes of aerobic exercise at a moderate to vigorous intensity, and then two sets of 8 to 16 repetitions of resistance exercise on 9 machines instead of 12. Good method. So these participants, these study participants, they completed a variety of assessments 
at the start of the study and at 12 months, including the self-reported PSQI, which is the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index, which measures obviously sleep quality. Researchers also measured sleep duration, sleep efficiency, which is how much time one is actually asleep, divided by the total amount of time the individual is in bed. This is good. Sleep latency, which is how much time it takes to fall asleep after getting into bed, and sleep disturbances, which is how frequently sleep is disturbed by things like being too hot or too cold, snoring or coughing, or having to use the bathroom, or being in pain, having pain. Now, lower scores on the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index, the PSQI, indicate better quality sleep, ranging from zero for the best sleep to 21 as the worst possible sleep. Scores greater than five are considered poor quality sleep. So what did the study find? More than one-third, 35% of study participants had poor quality sleep at the beginning of the study. Among the 42% of participants who were not getting at least seven hours of sleep at the study's start, sleep duration increased by an average of 40 minutes in 12 months for the resistance exercise group compared to an increase of about 23 minutes in the aerobic exercise group, about 17 minutes in the combined exercise group and about 15 minutes in the control group. So listen, 40 minutes, which was the biggest increase in the resistance exercise group, that's a half a sleep cycle because a a sleep cycle is approximately 90 minutes. So getting a half a sleep cycle in there is pretty good. Furthermore, sleep efficiency increased in the resistance exercise and combined exercise groups but not in the aerobic exercise or the no exercise group. Sleep latency decreased slightly by three minutes in the group assigned to resistance exercise only with no notable change in latency in the other participant groups. Sleep quality and sleep disturbances improved some in all groups, including the group that did not exercise. So based on these findings, interventions focused on resistance exercises may be a new way to promote better sleep and improve cardiovascular health. While both aerobic and resistance exercise are important for overall health, and I stand behind that. The researchers say 
Our results suggest that resistance exercises may resistance exercises may be superior when it comes to getting better sleep at night. Resistance exercise significantly improved sleep duration and sleep efficiency, which are critical indicators of sleep quality that reflect how well a person falls asleep and stays asleep throughout the night. Therefore, if your sleep has gotten noticeably worse over the past two stressful years, consider incorporating two or more resistance exercise training sessions into your regular exercise routine to improve your general muscle and bone health as well as your sleep. I think this is good advice. Now I want to talk to you more about resistance exercise. Do you need to be using 12 of these resistance exercise machines at your local gym? No. You can use the weight of your own body for your resistance exercise. You can do functional exercises, floor exercises. You can do deep knee bends, squats. They're called squats or deep knee bends. Lunges. You can get on the floor and do push-ups. You can take up a yoga practice. That is absolutely resistance training for your muscles and your bones and helping with your flexibility and your peace of mind, in my opinion. So these are various forms of resistance exercise. Yes, do your aerobic exercise. If you're a runner, I want you to go run. If you love your elliptical, your bike, go do it. You should do it. It's good for you. Aerobic exercise is superior for cardiovascular and blood vessel health, for your heart, for your lungs, for your blood pressure, all of that. Resistance exercise may have more of an impact on deep sleep, as is observed in this study, which is very interesting. And I think both forms of exercise should be incorporated. And you know, for my patients, for those that are very resistant to exercise, they don't want to do it, they hate it, they don't want to join a gym, etc., etc., you don't have to join a gym. I don't belong to a gym. I've always done my exercise at home. Yes, there were times in my life I, I, I was a gym rat, practically. I even took Tai Chi for a little while. There were a lot of things I enjoyed at the gym. But, you know, there was a time in my life I needed to save a little money and cut the gym membership because a lot of those things I was able to do at home. Do I have a complete home gym? No. I know how to exercise. I know how to exercise. And a lot of my exercise, I've got some weights at home that I use, but mostly I'm using the weight of my own body in my resistance exercise training and yoga. I find it very, very beneficial. And I tell, I was alluding to something here, my patients, some of my patients, those who are very resistant to exercise, Layla, I don't want to do it. I don't have time. Listen, here are three exercises you do three days a week. And these are resistance exercises. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, 
You choose which three days, but you need a day off in between. Get up in the morning, do it in the morning, or come home from work. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need a cute gym outfit. You don't need a track suit. You don't even need sneakers. You could do these exercises in your bare feet. Get on the floor and do push-ups, number one. Do them to fatigue. Number two, do squats. Do these squats to fatigue. Alternatively, you could do lunges. You can alternate those lunges with the squats if you wish. Then get back on the floor and do a plank for your core. Get into a plank position. Hold that plank for 30 seconds. Rest. Try to repeat it two more times. If you can't get to 30 seconds, don't fret. If you feel your back starting to hurt, you need to quit. If you're in a plank position for 10 seconds and you start to feel pain, rest. And then do it again for 10 seconds and rest. You will eventually work your way up to 30 seconds or even beyond, right? A plank position, I'm talking about not just being in the top of the push-up, where the palm of your hands are on the floor along with your toes, you know, the top of a push-up. I'm talking about your forearms being on the floor with your arms being perpendicular to the floor, right? Your upper arms being perpendicular to the floor, holding that position, that position, which is much harder to do than the top of a push-up plank position. You do all of these exercises I just mentioned to fatigue. And please, if you haven't exercised in many years or you have a condition like osteoporosis or anything else, do check in with your doctor first before you start an exercise program, right? I want you to be commonsensical about all of this. Do these to fatigue or do these till, you know, you're running out of breath. Some people are doing squats their legs aren't fatigued yet, but they're running out of breath. Maybe you need to slow down how quickly you're doing those squats. Actually slowing down the squat or the lunge is actually harder to do. Case in point, when you're doing a warrior position, warrior two in particular, in yoga, you are meant to hold that position maybe for a minute, minute and a half, maybe even longer, your thigh will be burning. That actually has been shown in the scientific research to strengthen the muscle more than doing the, 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 the common up and down movement of a squat, right? So these are all resistance exercises you could do at home, alternating days. They likely, and especially if you're a beginner, won't take you more than 10 minutes because you'll be worn out and eventually will take you 20 minutes to 30 minutes to do these exercises. These exercises will not only help promote your sleep, they will keep you from becoming frail. They will keep you from developing sarcopenia. They will keep you strong to go on and be independent, right? This is what we're talking about. So resistance exercise for sleep and for overall good health. 
I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Weighs In here on Intelligent Medicine. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuturefarm.com. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.